back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. The club is going up. It is not a Tuesday. It is a Monday. So happy Monday. Start of the week to all of you. Nick and Nate, you got us for On the Block. Had us for the water cooler, too. Had a pretty good show so far. Honda of Lincoln Hotline. Start aiming text lines. Been hot. Hot on the block, as Strick would say. 402-464-5685. Strick and Buck. They'll be back tomorrow, but you're with Nick and Nate today. Playing a little bit of buy or sell. Had some pretty good conversations up to this point, talking a little Scott Frost, talking about the, the start of the season. Will they be ranked? And and the next one is obviously we're going to go into more discussion about the quarterback because that's what we do at Nebraska, especially because we're going to have some change for the first time in quite a while. So my buy or sell to you, Casey, St- Casey Thompson will establish himself as convincingly better than Adrian after this season. Assuming that he's a starter. From a success standpoint, bye. From a talent standpoint, sell. Let me explain. Okay. Nebraska is has guys around the quarterback this year that Casey Thompson is going to be put in a fantastic position to be successful i.e. the running backs. Um, also, Casey Thompson doesn't pose the same threat of being a dual-threat quarterback right. as Adrian Martinez Which he does. he can run. He, can, he run, can run. But you're not going to see a quarterback draw on third down. I sure hope not. And if you do, then Nebraska's in trouble. From a, that, So from a success standpoint, I am buying that Nebraska's going to be good because Casey Thompson isn't going to have to throw for 300 yards and rush for 150 for Nebraska to win a game. And I'm not saying Adrian Martinez needed to do that either because I don't I don't buy that. Adrian but had to get rid of the mistakes. Is what he Adrian had, that's had. what he did. He did. But Casey Thompson, from a talent standpoint, I'm not sure. And that's where my this whole discussion comes into play. I'm not sure Casey Thompson is a is a pure upgrade from Adrian Martinez. Talent, just straight, you know, you know, I straight, disagree with that. Yeah, but, but just, I, just straight talent standpoint. Continue, but you know, I disagree with that. I do, I do, from a straight talent standpoint. Now, I know, once again, for the millionth time, I, I, I do not. I'm not an Adrian Stan. I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. I think Adrian Adrian screwed up a lot, and but he also wasn't always put in the best position to have success. I'd agree with that. However, this season, I feel like Casey Thompson. There will be fewer mistakes because of the position that he's going to be able to be put in with the guys in the backfield, with guys like Anthony Grant, Ramir Johnson, Gabe Irvin, who's going to be coming back healthy, and Jacquez Yant. That's four. And we haven't even gotten to Marquise Stepp, who's a USC mm-hmm. transfer. Mm-hmm. And then also you look at the wide receiver room. You just feel better about it with, with a guy like Mickey Joseph at, at the helm leading the way. And you feel better about it because there's so many numbers, just sheer numbers. You also got a five star. You also have a five star, a former five star in Trey Palmer. 
And then here's here's where it's it's interesting with the offensive line. Obviously, losing Nuri's a big a big deal. Yeah. However, talking to Nuri and talking to Brant Banks, both off air and on air, they've told me the same thing multiple times, and it's been that they aren't robots in Dominic Ryle, Donovan Raiola's room. They're not robots. They all don't play the same way, and Coach Raiola is okay with that. And he understands that. And that's a big, yeah. a big thing, a huge deal, in my opinion, is that you cannot coach your guys to play the same way because all body types are different. All guys fi- are comfortable in different ways and different forms and different techniques. So if it gets the job done, then it's okay. And that's one thing that really stuck out to me. So obviously losing Nuri is a big deal, but there's a little bit more of optimi- optimistic approach for me with Ryola leading the way. I so, agree. So from a sheer talent standpoint, I, I do think Casey Thompson's a better quarterback. I would agree. But convincingly, I'm not sure we're going to be sitting here at the end. But it is going to be tough to differentiate at the end of the year between Casey Thompson talent and Casey Thompson game manager. Which I think is a big part of it, too, which is an interesting point. Also, Bipolar says, if you thought Nebraska's O-line was bad last year, go back and watch what Casey had to work with at Texas. Makes Nebraska look all conferences right. It is true, but you they also— They had a horrible offensive It is, line. and Nate, you know, you know exactly what I'm going to say now. Yes, I do. You, you had two All-Americans in Xavier, in Xavier Worthy and, and Bajan Robinson. Right. And this year here, I don't think Nebraska has a Bajan Robinson. No, but I think you have you have depth. you have a you, you have, have depth. depth and you but, have a lot of good. And here's where here here here's the biggest kicker on the the my my take on this. <laughs> I love it. I see, so you just see the preview of the text, and it just sees I just see Nick. You lose credibility. Here you go. So, um, with this in mind, here's another reason why I think putting K- Casey Thompson at the end of the year, we're going to say, is was an upgrade over Adrian Martinez. Mm-hmm. It's that Mark Whipple is going to be in charge of this yeah. whole thing. I think that's a big part of it. That's the kicker. That's that's the biggest thing. Scott Frost is unhitched. Oh my goodness, unhitched his wagon. That was Adrian Martinez. Which is why it's interesting because John says, do you guys think Thompson is an NFL quarterback? And he says, I doubt it. I'll tell you what, John, I was saying the same thing about Kenny Pickett. I agree. I, I said, agree. Kenny, I said, there's no way I would take Kenny Pickett. And if you do, he's a sixth or seventh rounder. And Kenny Pickett was the first quarterback yeah. taken this but He was a first-round draft pick. So I don't know if we can answer that until we see Casey Thompson, especially in Mark Whipple's offense. So Seriously. Bryce, Bryce said this, Nick, you lose credibility when you say Casey Thompson is basically Martinez without the running. If you go back... He's a far better passer. He is a far better Adrian passer. Martinez. Exactly. He is a far better passer. But at Nebraska, do you need a guy that's a great passer? In the red zone. <laughs> no, because you shouldn't in have the to red throw zone. it in the red zone. Well, they did, and they had guys because, wide open, and how'd that work out for you? Well, exactly, but because they had a guy who couldn't the hit play him in the call. numbers. That's what I'm saying. Exactly, you're absolutely well, right. the thing is, you say, you say the play calling, but the play calling was correct when there's a guy wide open in the end zone, and it's three feet uh, over his abso- head. You're, you're absolutely and correct. I, and I I pray, but, and I imagine Casey Thompson isn't going to be making yeah, those kinds of no, mistakes. No, you're, you're absolutely correct about the missed three. You're, you're absolutely right, Nate. But also, it's... Looking at other situations, and this is not—I I do please. I—I I know you don't want to go here either. Please, we let's not make this about Adrian Martinez and Scott Frost and whose fault. Like, let's no, not. Let's we, stay away. We've from had that, that discussion. Yeah, play. please. That's is, is exhausting. But when you look at it this way, and and you say Nebraska, 
as long as Mark Whipple is in charge, you hope and pray that Casey Thompson's not going to have to throw it 45 times a game. Why? Because Especially you're not going to back because you're too. not going to abandon the running game down 7 Bingo. points in the third quarter when there's Bingo. 18 minutes of game time left. Like that's the biggest thing is that me and Mark were just talking earlier today and I think you were a part of this as well is that you're sitting here this this staff most importantly Scott Frost in the second quarter if Nebraska has 26 total rushing yards with the running backs in the second quarter they're just going to abandon the running game they will stop handing it off last year and the previous years because they just gave it to Adrian Martinez then to 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 you know suffice that that was literally it. It's okay if your running back through the first quarter has 30 yards because you're working towards the end of the game. Because Nebraska's defense, once again, we saw it last year. Nebraska's defense was good enough where Nebraska's coaching staff started leaning on their defense, started leaning on it, and they embraced that idea, and Nebraska found some success when they would put their defense out there, they leaned on their defense to get the job done, right? So if they have that same mentality this year, and I think there's a lot of trust in the defensive staff, rightfully so. As there should be. Because there's been progress. You always talk about progress. Mm -hmm. Progress on the defensive side of the ball all four years. There has been. And so you sit here and go, all right, if Nebraska can take that mentality going, Nebraska's defense only allows 17 points a game. You feel really good that even if you're down thir- 12, or I guess it'd be like thir- 14 to 10 going into the fourth quarter, and shoot, we've only had 75 total rushing yards all game, but you're in a 14 to 10 ball game? And it's the Big Ten. It's too. the Big Ten. <laughs> That's going you to happen. You don't have to throw the ball when you're down four points with 15 minutes of game time left. Or you don't have to run a quarterback draw when you're down four points with 15 minutes of game time left. It's okay that if Nebraska, it's okay that if Nebraska gets a couple first downs because they ran the ball consistently and then they eventually have to punt or they kick a field goal and it's 14-13, it's okay. Why? Because you have a good enough defense and you have confidence in that defense to either only allow a field goal or get a stop. That's literally it. And Mark Wibble's been around the Power Five. Exactly, and that's why... Game enough so, to understand that's that. That's why it's so important that Mark Whipple truly has his hands and, and for 80% of this of control in this offense, at least. Mm-hmm. Because when, the, when, the, when adversity strikes and Nebraska has 25 rushing yards after the first quarter, if they don't ask Casey Thompson to rush, right, outside of scrambles and having to get out of the pocket. Which we, if you watch his film, he actually does he very does. well. He does. He, he is mobile. He, I yeah, just yeah, I'm not trying say... to say he's Tanner Lee back there. Right, right, yeah. right. But if Nebraska has 26 yards, come back in the second quarter and run it again. Because by the end of the third quarter, if you've ran it 30, 35 times as a team, even if it's, if it's 15 guys, it's 15 times especially with one guy, then by the end of the third quarter and into the fourth quarter, you're going to wear down that defense. That defense is going to be so tired, even in the Big Ten. Like, I keep going back, and I know we got to get to break here, but Nate, I keep going back to last year, the Michigan State game. Don't even give me sorry. Kenneth Walker. No, 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 no. Take away- you didn't give up a no. first down in the second yes. half. But no, take away all of Nebraska's mistakes. Take away all of that. 
look at Michigan State, and this is why currently Mel Tucker is a better head coach than Scott Frost. He got paid like it. That's yeah, but this is why outside of the money is because in the game, their best player was Kenneth Walker. Their best player was Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker had fewer, who was a Heisman contender, had fewer than 50 yards going into overtime that game. And what did they do on the first play of overtime? They handed the ball off to Kenneth Walker. What did they do the second play of overtime after he only got a gain of two? They handed the ball off to Kenneth Walker and he scored a 23-yard touchdown. That is coaching and understanding that you just stick with it when you know it's eventually going to work and you don't panic. And that's why currently Mel Tucker is 2-0 against Scott Frost and a better head coach than Scott Frost. Also, Ted says, I'll die on the sword, but I'm sorry your running backs are only as good as your offensive line is in the Big Ten. That's a big part of Riola's role, too, of what we were talking about. is I, I do agree with that, and I think Riola is hopefully going to have that in the right direction. Yeah. That, at least that's the hope, right? Because the running, the running back room, by all indications, is stacked. You can throw. We could list off four guys right now, and if they were the starting running back week one, I'd say, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Like that that's okay. I agree. We we are fine with that. So it's it's very fascinating. So uh lots of question marks around Husker football, but hey, listen guys, we are getting close. We are inching there. We are getting excited. Nine and three. I'm sticking to it. Why not? We'll get into some final storylines to head out on the block. We also have ticket weeknights tonight too. So Nicole Griffith is gonna have her last show. So make sure that you stay and uh, stick around and wish her very well because she is going to Bryan, Texas. But you're listening on the block, 937 the ticket, ticketfm.com.